Hello and welcome to Empower to Empower Others radio show. We hope that while you're with us today, you'll hear a relevant kingdom teaching or inspiration that will aid you in becoming your best you. Sit back, relax, and prepare to be empowered. Good evening, listeners. We're so happy that you're with us today. This is Apostle Valerie Burrell. Grateful tonight to have as the one releasing the word of God, my husband, Benny. I want you to, as intro said, sit back, relax, and prepare to receive. As his topic tonight is from 1 Timothy 4, verses 14 through 16, which read, Do not neglect your gift, which was given you through prophecy. Elders laid their hands on you. Be diligent in these matters. Give yourself wholly to them so that everyone may see your progress. Watch your life and doctrine closely. Persevere in them because if you do, you will save both yourselves and your hearers. I now present to you Benny Burrell. Uh, good evening, listeners. Um, as uh, indicated, we are in First uh, Timothy fourth chapter, and um, it is indeed a you know a, a pleasure to to you know be here on the air tonight just to um, speak speak some some things that have been. Um, in my spirit, uh, especially uh, since this uh, virus has been around. Um, as I was um, arning the other day, the Holy Spirit released this this one word to me, breakdown. As we look around and see uh, some of the things that are going on, um, how people are praying, um, supposedly in record numbers um, out on the streets and, and things like that. But anyway, the Holy Spirit, uh, because of that was an emotional thing to me, for me, uh, sort of got me away from um, my challenges in that area and led me to the scripture um, that I will um, be releasing on this evening. And in verse 1, it says, um, now the Spirit expressly says, in later times, some will depart from faith by devoting themselves to deceitful spirits and teaching of demons. And in that first scripture, it, um, it's just talking about, you know, we, we hear people talk about the end times. And what that scripture is talking about, it says, in later times. Not the end times, but in later times, that we'll start to see some of the things that we see today. And then the second verse, uh, as it says, through the insincerity and lies whose consciences are shared, which which means that things are, are withered, things are not operating as they're supposed to. Um, and verse three uh, indicates the. Uh, where it, it says, who forbid marriage required abstinence from food that God created by 
to be received with thanksgiving by those who believe and know the truth. And so, you know, in the with the empowerment place, we we our motto is to empower. And after we've been in, uh, empowered, to empower others. And so, I'm looking at the scripture this evening, and um, one one our good friend, Pastor uh, Wendy, says uh, we can't cherry pick the word, but um, we're we're coming from First uh, Timothy four verse uh, one through sixteen. So most most of my emphasis is going to be on um, verse fourteen through sixteen, and fourteen reads fourteen through sixteen. Fourteen reads as this: Do not neglect the gift you have, which was given by prophecy when the council of elders laid their hands on you. Practice these things immense, it immerse yourself into them so that all may see your progress. Keep a close watch on yourself and on the teaching. Persist in this, for by doing so you will save both yourself and the and your hearers. So when we're delivering the word and when she read earlier, you know, it, 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 we're talking about scriptural teachings, sound foundations. Give releasing the word sort of in its entirety, but also making sure that we're teaching and empowering people with the word without deviating from it. You know, sometimes we, uh, you know, we different ministries and why why are we releasing certain things? Sometimes we're releasing things because we're going through it ourselves. And, and the, the, the ministering is not to the people, but it's to us. And so we have to be very careful to release sound doctrine, the truth, those things that God would have us to do. And when we look at First Timothy, and we know that the writer um, of this is um, Paul, the apostle, um, he he's given instruction here. He's given instruction, and as I was thinking about this um, today, and these are the, the 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 three things that was released to me. There's there's a breakdown in the system. There's a breakdown in the system. We're to operate on a kingdom system, but there's a breakdown in the kingdom system that God gave us to utilize to prosper to to inspire others uh, to serve, there's a breakdown in it because we're looking at things from a from an earthly or even from the flesh. We're looking at things the way we shouldn't be. This is a kingdom perspective that we uh, are supposed to be releasing. So the first thing that we have to do and to 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 cause this breakdown to get back where we're supposed to be. Now, if we take a car, if we if we take a car and buy a brand new car and we never change the oil, we never service the the battery, we never do anything to that car, it's going to break down. So, we're supposed to feed ourselves with the food and thanksgiving that God has given us. 
And so when we have a breakdown, here's what happens. We've lost our spiritual ear. We have lost our spiritual ear. We have not been been obedient to what the word of God is saying. And here's another thing, and this is the thing I was alluding to just a minute ago, is our prayer. Our prayer is out of order. There's different types of prayer that we have to understand, and some people take it out of context. There's corporate prayer. There's intercessory prayer. There's different types of prayer. But when we lose our spiritual ear and we're not obedient to what thus saith the Lord and the instructions that we've been given, then it hinders our prayer. And so we started to ask other people to pray for us. When we have the authority and the power to make things happen on our own. Of course, it's, the word says, seek first the kingdom. And not cherry-picking the word, it says, and his righteousness. If I'm not walking in a righteous way, then I'm not going to see the manifestation of those prayers. And then the repetitiveness of, of things, when we lose our faith. If I pray the same prayer every day, every year, it, 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 uh, then that means I don't have the faith to believe what's going to happen. And so the guy, the man that was, uh, you know, inflicted for over 30-something years, and all Jesus said was, arise. Do you want to be made whole? And that's what we have to do. We have to stand on the word, believe in it, be obedient to it, so we can have a spiritual ear to hear what thus says the Lord. Holy Spirit is speaking to us all the time, and are we obedient? Are we obedient? We have to. We have to in our spiritual ear to the Holy Spirit, so He can lead, guide, and not direct us in the path that we're supposed to be traveling. Everything that we do has already been given to us. All we have to do is tune our ears into what the Holy Spirit has given us. And then we'll see manifestation of the things that we are supposed to see. You know, it says, uh, verse 9 says, the saying is trustworthy and deserving of full acceptance. We're talking about the end times. Paul even specifically says we need to understand that there is going to be latter times when these things start to occur. So we are in those later, latter times that he was talking about. And in order for to get the church going in the direction it's supposed to be, we need to have some sound teaching. Some of us need to step back and start to engaging in uh, the studying of the Bible so that we can release a word. Some people want to move so fast. Everybody's not a teacher. Everybody's not a preacher. So we need to engage more in tuning our ear, developing that spiritual ear so that we can be obedient to what the Lord is telling us to do. 
And we spend so much time, again, um, being disobedient. And sometimes I've heard so many ministers say this. I ran. I ran. And then I couldn't run anymore. Stop running. Tune that spiritually into what God has for us to do and be obedient to it. And then we have to pray because prayer is important. And some 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 think that you know it's got to be corporate prayer or someone has to say hear what I'm saying. You don't have to hear my prayers because I'm talking not to you. I'm talking to so that my communication will get to the right place at the right time. So sometimes we get caught up in uh, how people are praying and whether we can hear what they have to say. We don't need confirmation from their prayers. The confirmation comes from God. And so it is, it's, it's very important that we understand that during these times, we can stand on the street corners. We can go out into the hedges and highways. We can go all everywhere on fa- Facebook and, and pray the same prayer every day. But we, we must be more strategic in that, more strategic in doing what we are commanded to do. We're commanded to teach these things that are in the Word. And to make sure that when we're teaching them, we're teaching them with love, we're teaching them with faith and purity. And then we will be able to see some of the things that God has for us manifest because of faith, because that that spiritual ear, because that of that opportunity that he gives us to even minister to others and and serve others. There's a lot that we're missing. As I looked at the scriptures, we have to keep close watch on ourselves and the teaching that we do. So we have to make an assessment of our own selves to make sure that we're doing the right things ourselves. Teaching of ourselves, a constant teaching of others. But what we release should have some foundation to it so that we won't misguide people and get them going in the wrong direction. Must have that ear to hear, the spirit of God. We have a few people on the phone lines and also a few in the chat room. If you have a question or a comment, those on the phone line, you can press 1. For those in the chat room, if you are using a mobile device or computer and you have questions or comments, feel free to put those in the comment section, and we will gladly um, answer or respond to those. Again, those on the phone line can press 1 if you have a question or comment. So, you know, the releasing of, 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 of things of great value. You know, Second Timothy uh, tells us in Second Timothy, it, uh, it tells us that we should uh, 
studies show ourselves approved. And, and and that's the thing that we need to uh, really put forth in in what we're working towards in our quest to do the things that God wants us to do. And that's, you know, you know, all the other things that, you know, people are doing, we don't do them because we see other people doing them. We do them because the Holy Spirit leads, guides, and directs us and gives us the direction that we need. Again, if there's any listeners that um, have a comment, I know that we have uh, some ministers on the line. Uh, if you had a comment, press one, and we'll bring you live uh, so that you can um, sort of uh, speak on this. I mean, this is this is a blog talk radio, and, you know, again, it's the empowerment place that we em- we're, want to empower people to to empower others. Amen. Amen. Do we have someone? So, if I could. Yes. Um, in the scripture that you shared, um, let's see. It says, "Do not do not neglect your gift, which was given you through prophecy." Um, from the laying on of hands, and be diligent in these matters. Give yourself wholly to them, so that everyone may see your progress. I know that you um, shared regarding prayer and how um, our communication in prayer is necessary. But even as I look at this scripture and um, it speaks of the laying on of hands, we know that um, often when people are ordained and set forth in a work that hands are laid on them, but, you know, as an indication that they've been set apart, they've been sanctified for this office, and they're now being sent. And it says to be diligent in these matters. Give yourself wholly to them so that everyone may see your progress. And as much as this may speak to prayer um, from your perspective, it more so to me speaks to our witness, that if we have gone through the process of being sanctified, called, set apart, hands laid upon to do the work that we've been called to do, that in that we must be diligent in all matters to ensure that our witness speaks to what we've been called to do. And when you made this statement about prayer, how it doesn't necessarily have to be um, heard or it doesn't have to be, um, I don't want to misstate you, but, but you said that it, it, no one has to confirm. When we pray, when we pray, especially if we're in a corporate setting, if you are in your time with God. A corporate setting, yes, uh, when, when two or three agree. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That lends power to that uh, right. credence too. Right. So, you know, when, when we say that, you know, people don't need to hear your prayer God needs to hear your prayer because often if we don't articulate with words what it is the Spirit of God is saying to us, our minds will get carried away. You have to be very disciplined to to engage in conversation with God to say nothing and expect that what you think is in line with what the heart of God is speaking. 
Amen. So when when if I'm just saying, okay, God, I'm praying, and I say nothing, I can look outside and see a red Cadillac pass by, and in that moment, my mind will move from what I'm supposed to be doing with God to what I just saw in the natural. So it, it to me, you know, it's important that we understand the discipline that's needed in prayer, but that will also speak to us being diligent in those matters that concern what we've been set apart to do. And it says so that everyone will see your progress. If no one ever hears you and no one ever sees manifestation of what God has said to you, done through you, if they never see that, will that speak to your diligence in the matters? Probably not because people are looking. I said, if you recall, the other day I did the broadcast about being a witness. You can be a good witness, you can be a bad witness, or you can be a God witness. And in this hour, I think it's of utmost importance that we be that God witness, that people can see in us, they can see God in us, that they don't see any of Valerie, they don't see any of Benny, but what they see is our obedience to do the things that God has called us to do, that he set set us apart to do, and, and it's being reflected. The scripture further says in verse 16, watch your life and doctrine closely. Persevere in them because if you do, you will save both yourself and your hearers. So what is that saying? I've got to do it the way God wants me to do it. I have to persevere in what it is he, he's chosen for me to do. And in doing that, not only will my life be positively impacted, but those that, as you say, those that you're teaching, their lives will be positively impacted if you're releasing to them the truth of the word of God so that they're able to move forward in what God has called them to do as well. And, and, you know, as you uh, mentioned, when we talk about, you know, and I didn't want to get too much into that, but when we talk about, uh, you know, corporate prayer, and I know with the empowerment place, there are some prayer intercessors that, that are very, very obedient, and they, they for, for years, have been, um, and yourself included in that apostle, and, and able to, uh, you know, come on three, four times a week and, and really uh, intercede for others, and that's very important. Uh, and again, corporate prayers, nothing that's 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 good. It, you, we need those things, but we we have to learn how to balance those things. I would say, uh, depending on who, where you are in your walk. I elaborate. I mean, we got a few minutes left. We okay. got a caller. Right. Hello. Ahead, this is just. Yay. Hi. How are you? Hey, um, Elder Benny. Good word. Good word. Um, When I was looking at this and Paul was writing, you mentioned Paul was writing to Timothy, did not neglect the gift that was in him. Um, And we know that Paul, this is one of the pastoral um, letters that he'd written to Timothy. But I, I noticed over in 2 Timothy in his second letter, and we know Paul, was it was close to his death. And, and, Chapter 1 of Second Timothy, in verse 6, he said he was putting him in remembrance again um, to stir up the gift that was in him, 
which was ended with the putting on of hands. And again, the yeah. second time in the second letter, he reminded was reminding him of who he was. And then he went on to say, for God hasn't given him a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. And so his father in the faith was encouraging him to move forward with what God had called him to do. You know, his father in the faith was going to be leaving him, but he was reminding yeah. him to stir up what was in him. And you, you talked about that Holy Spirit being in him, that who is the gift and the gift giver. And so he's saying, stir that up. Don't, don't, don't neglect it. Don't forget it. A lot of times we have it, but we do have to stir ourselves up. We oftentimes look for others to stir us. But he said, you stir up the gift that is in you. So I just wanted to comment on that. Um, thank you for the word. Then that was that was good that you, you mentioned, like you say, in Second Timothy, the uh, uh, Second Timothy, uh, and, and, and when you look at, uh, you know, the first chapter and um, specifically uh, verse 14, it says, by the Holy Spirit who dwells within us, God, the good deposit entrusted to you. And so we have to, that tells me that I have to uh, really communicate with Holy Spirit so he can continue to guard that 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 uh, good deposit that was entrusted to me. Um, and so, again, like you said, this was uh, a letter to, you know, really to, to not just uh, Timothy, but to... Ministers up today, yeah. Pastors up today, right? To to engage in the rightful teaching of uh, sound doctrine and um, and doing what uh, we're supposed to do. Um, So, but I appreciate your uh, coming on, and uh, because that you know that 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 did need to be said, what you what you brought out, and so we, it's just a good thing to be able to. to study the word and then uh, let the Holy Spirit, um, you know, show you some things that you need to know so that you can be better at what you do. And to encourage Thank one God. another. Yes. Amen. Thank you. Thank you again. Thank you, Pastor. Do you think um, we thank Benny for coming forth on tonight with this word breakdown? Uh, we pray that what you heard has been uh, empowering to you to know that as you are fulfilling what it is that God has called you to do, that there be no breakdown in your understanding, there be no breakdown um, in in the work that you've been given to do, that you would take the time when needed to stir up the gift that's within you, that you are fully able to do what you've been called to do. We invite you to join us again tomorrow at 12 noon for our lunchtime inspiration. Our our minister tomorrow is Dr. Ella Johnson, who will be inspiring us through the word of God. We will be with you every day, Monday through Friday at 12 noon, and we certainly hope that you're able to join us sometime during the week. We certainly hope that you were empowered by that awesome message and that word of inspiration.
To learn more about Empower to Empower Others, we ask that you visit the Empowerment Place Ministries website at www.theempowermentplace.org. Thank you so much for joining us today. And remember, as you are empowered, take the responsibility to empower someone else.